Let's get right to it. We're going to start our review of yesterday's Daftav from the Mishnah. And we'll get up to where we got up to yesterday and then get to today's. We are learning Lili Nishmas, Kreina Bastvizev, Dina Basholem, Fua Sholema to Amy Bastvara. Um, uh, Ronya Basara, Dasa Bas Ronya, and uh, you should have a says number shalom and and that's all Zayin is in. He says I'm not leaving. And this is also Zayin is in. So I said to myself, okay. Is it English? Is it English with a sense of humor? I know it. Yeah. I know it's a funny for a Polish guy, but it is. <laughs> so, you know, have a great day. No, I'm staying. So I should. I should. Okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah, he's a very Okay, so we're starting the Mishnah at the bottom of the page. We said that from the city of Modi'im and closer to Yerushalayim, Modi'im was 15 mil, about 15 kilometers away from, um, from Yerushalayim. So that was the line that closer to Yerushalayim from there was uh, all klicheres are acceptable to and assumed to be bitahara. Once they're beyond Modiim, further out, away from Yerushalayim, that would already be all bets are off and you don't trust them. Now, what's the example? You have a potter um, that makes this stuff and uh, he's selling pots. And uh, if he goes inside from Modiim, then him and the pots... Um, and the buyers, everyone's trusted. Uh, once he goes out, they're not trusted. The problem with the Mishnah is that it's very unclear what is the status of Modiim itself. Is Modiim like inside, or is it like outside, closer to Yerushalayim, or is it like farther from Yerushalayim? And the Don't answer we is... The every time we talk about we always, yes, every the time. Same right? time it's the same, same old, same old. We always leave the middle unclear. And that's because it is unclear. Okay? <laughs> because it's not consistent. And that's exactly what's the answer here. Modiim, you want to know if it's like the inside? The answer is yes. You want to know if it's like the outside? The answer is yes. Also yes. So that's why we're specifically not clear. So now because it isn't. It's not so simple. That's the idea. It's a little bit complicated. Depends. If the potter is coming from further in and heading out, and he's now in Modiim, and the Chaver is coming from outside, and they meet up inside the city of Modiim, then everything's fine. If either of them are coming from the outside in, or either of them are coming from the outside, from the inside out, both of them are coming in the same direction, then Modim is like outside. That's what we said. Uh, um, uh, because if they were both further inside, they should have bought inside, closer to Yerushalayim, and they didn't. Um, if, uh, but again, it's only when the potter is on his way out and now in the city, and the, and the chaver is on his way in, and now and they meet up in the city, then, and only then, do we say that Modim is Kilifnim Tommy. Okay. Says Abaye, if you look in the Mishnah, the Mishnah is indicating that in fact Modi'im is sometimes this way, sometimes that, because it says the Kader that's selling the potter that sells his pots 
and he goes inside further than Modi'im, then it's acceptable. Implying Modi'im, it's only Modi'im itself is not acceptable. And then in the Seifa it says that if he went out, he's beyond Modi'im, he's not believed. Sounds like in Modi'im he would be believed. So it must be that if the Kadr is from coming from closer into Yerushalayim, towards Yerushalayim, on his way out, and he meets up with the Chavir in Yerushalayim, then it's okay. Otherwise, if they're both heading out, or they're both heading in, then it's not okay. All right. And not uh, trusted to be okay. Now, we saw a qualifier. Not every pot is uh, created equal. There's what we're talking about specifically, that it's acceptable only for the Klicheres HaDakin. The idea is that Klicheres HaDakin, there's such a big need that you sort of have to, you can't have the same high standards because everyone needs their own containers and you can't be that uh, particular. If you're going to make a, make it so onerous for a chavar, it's just not practical. And that's the issue. And it's only dakin. What is dakin defined as? So Rish Lagish says, pick up in one hand, that's dakin. If you need two hands to hold it, then it's not docking anymore. According to Rabbi Yochanan, even if it's even if it's a two-handed one, it still can can be considered a docking. Okay, thin, small. Okay, Rish Lakish says that uh, this is also another qualifier. It's only if these are empty pots. If it's filled with something, then then there is no heter. Um, and Rabbi Yochanan says it can be filled with anything, and it's still fine. Uh, and doesn't matter what's inside. It's not only wine or oil that was that he says is tar for Godesh. Even his drink is in there, and you're buying the pot, it's fine. And the drink, he admits, is tummy. How does that work, that the pot is fine and the drink is tummy? It's like, yeah, that's the, we don't worry about inconsistencies in rabbinic law. That's, where, that's our expertise. We always have these kinds of things. The rabbis... Many to we already seen earlier that the pot is problem and the food's fine. So here it's the reverse: the pot's fine and the food's the problem. Okay, just don't, 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 don't. You know, rest your pretty head. Don't worry about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, next, um, next preparation for your homes. Okay. The next thing is the the uh, tax collectors coming into the house. They uh, they are they are rummaging around to find valuables to pay. So make sure that you tell your your you're a good citizen and taking care of your taxes. Um, and the thief, who makes sure that you're supporting the populace, so they come to help, help themselves. So the rule is, is that there is a somewhat of a trustability that we can trust them and say that uh, what they're bringing, you know, what, what that, that uh, they didn't touch certain things, and you can assume that it's tar. Very interesting. You know, I'm not going to mess you up when it comes to, uh, when it comes to Tum and Tahara. Even a thief has his standards. So there is honor among thieves. However, that being said, uh, okay, and then we saw also that in Yerushalayim they're believed on Kodesh, and during the holiday they're believed even on Truba. Okay, now, first of all, we have another source that says that when Gabayim come into the house, it's assumed to be completely Tameh. So what's the difference? So the answer is, is this, Jew, again, we're talking about a Jewish tax collector, and he's with a gentle part, Gentile partner, that's when we're in trouble. Uh, and we assume everything's stomach because he's going to feel the need to do his job well, um, uh, because somebody's looking over his shoulder, and therefore nothing is safe, and he probably touched everything, and it's probably tummy. 
Um, and if there's not a Gentile with him, then he can then he's trusted. There is, even with the Gentile, there's one level of trustability. That is, if he said, we didn't walk into that room, you can believe him that he didn't walk into that room. But if he said, we walked in, we just didn't touch everything, that's where we don't believe him anymore. Okay. Um, the next thing we said, um, at which kind, um, we, so what is the reason why the Gentile makes the difference? So the Machlok is Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Lazar. One opinion is because he's afraid of this Gentile, meaning, uh, and, or he's afraid of the king. What's the difference? The difference is, it, is it only a Gentile of stature? Or is it even a Gentile that's not of stature, just he has a mouth and he might tell the king? That's what we're worried about. So are we worried about snitching? Or, uh, which is one opinion, or and therefore it doesn't matter how important this Nachri is. Or we're worried about the, what, what the, the Nachri is an important partner or whatever, that he will make him in trouble. So that's the two possibilities. Okay, next we talked about the Kanavim. So we said, uh, but doesn't it, we, didn't we see the Kanavim that walk into a house are not Tame? Uh, except, uh, the, 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 uh, the, except for wherever they went, okay? <laughs> wherever, the feet, wherever the footsteps are, that's where we assume to be completely Tame. So uh, the answer is, is that over here is different because... Um, they did tshuva, and the proof is because they're bringing the kalim back. They have remorse. There were remorse. They're not just a regular ganav. They're a ganav that felt bad about taking from the poor person or whatever it is, and they gave back stuff. So that's why um, there is now a, a level of trust. Okay. Brings us to the Yerushalayim. We said that in Yerushalayim, everyone's trusted on klicheres, and this is now talking about the larger klicheres, for Kodesh, and the reason is, is because, the reason why there's this limitation is because Jerusalem itself, or why we give an allowance to the small pots going outside, is because Yerushalayim itself had ordinances against making, producing the pots, too much smoke, too much smog, anyway, so it was rules against it in Yerushalayim. They got rid of the rules, don't worry. Some of them. Relaxed. Relaxed some of the rules. <laughs> During the holiday, they're trusted even on Truma, and that's uh, based on um, a Pasuk, very interesting. Pasuk says that uh, all of Israel gathered together as one man, Chaverim, buddies. So what you see, uh, the Chaverim is the term, is also the term that we use to describe these people who are very careful on Tumatira. And that means that when all of Israel is together, then they're automatically elevated to a status of Chaverim. And that's exactly the basis for all of Israel comes together to bring, uh, to, 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 to be Ola Regal on the holiday. So on the holiday, everyone is trusted and elevated to the level of, higher level of, of Toma and Taira, like a Chavir. Okay, uh, by the way, I mean, that's, that's part of the reason why there was this Ola Regal. It was a huge, um, they went, they went every, all the Jews are coming together. Um, they're, they're connecting with even the people who are very, very careful in Alacha. And they're influenced by that, and they're elevated. They actually do get elevated and become and grow, and that's part of what was accomplished with the being Olorega. It was an infusion of spirituality for during the year, you know. Okay, brings us to the next Mishnah. Somebody has opened this barrel during the holiday. As we know, during the holiday, everything is tahor, and everyone's helping themselves, etc. You have the Amei together with you know enjoying. 
and then you open the dough or whatever you started it uh, over the holiday. So what about after the holiday? Does it automatically after the holiday become assumed tamay or not? So Rabbi Yudha said, look, anything that's open during the holiday is assumed okay. And therefore you can continue to use it bitara. And according to Chachamim, you cannot finish it because it's a special allowance, a dispensation just for the holiday. But once we're after the holiday, we assume that, that things were tumbling. We just didn't think it during the holiday. But that doesn't help for after the holiday. And therefore you cannot finish it. Now, Rav Ami and Rav Yitzhak were sitting at the stupa of Rav Yitzhak and one of them was saying, what, if, what, what about this idea? Maybe they can just leave it to the next Yom Tif. Let's say it was Pesach, so it's almost Shavuos, so not too far away. And then I'll eat the rest of it on Shavuos. So it was a bottle of wine, it'll hold out. And, um, you know, I open the barrel. I don't want to go to waste. Can I do that or can I not do that? So the other one said that, uh, what are you talking about? Everyone's touching it. Um, and you want to leave it to the, to the next holiday? Um, so... So, 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 so he says, and what about during the holiday? Everyone's touching it and we don't seem to be bothered. So he says, there's a special dispensation. Thomas Amar, it's on the holiday. The Torah says it's door. But uh, never said that after the holiday. Now it's tummy. Um, so it happens to be, we thought that this is Machlok es because we saw Tana that in one place says that you should leave it to the upcoming holiday. And the other one says, don't leave it to the upcoming holiday. So isn't that basically a machlokas tanaim? The one who says leave it is uh, so the gemara says maybe not. Maybe the one who says leave it is Rabbi Yudha, who says you can leave it. So the gemara says he wouldn't say you can leave it. Rabbi Yudha would say finish it now. There's no need to wait. Whatever you open, it's completely consumed to be torn. So the gemara says the other way around. The one who says leave it to the next holiday, that's the chachamim, and Rabbi Yehuda is the one who's saying. Um, uh, who's saying no need to leave it? That's what it means. Don't leave it, meaning no need to. So, but in the end, if that's the shot, by the way, I didn't point this out yesterday. But if that is the understanding, that's, so then basically the Chachamim are saying that you could wait for <laughs> the next holiday, and that's an, actually an option, and that uh, that might be the conclusion. All right. So that means they could touch it, or you have to put it aside not to be. Yeah, no, you leave it. You, know, you can't use it except for during the holiday. So next holiday, I'll be able to use it. Not now. So no one's going to touch it's it tummy. in between. Right, in between, it's tummy. So, but that was the problem. Could use that man for the first shot, no? That he, they were afraid that they were going to touch it after Yantiv. No, they're saying they were touching it up all on Yantiv. And and Yantiv is not a problem, but after Yantiv that's is a not problem. What we, that's not what they're saying. The opinion that argues on Rebuta is saying is that, is that they're touching on Yantiv only are, doesn't bother us on Yom Tif. But that means they touch it. But once it's after Yom Tif, once it's after Yom Tif, now it bothers us. Exactly. So because it, they touched it before. What they did before. Yeah. Oh, they touched it in the yeah. past. Yeah. yeah, what they did during the Yom Tif bothers us after Yom Tif. Listen oh, to okay. That's what's going on. That's okay. the issue. He wakes oh, up all of okay. a sudden. It, it wakes oh, up, right? Okay. Exactly. Okay. It wakes okay. up. Okay. It's like you got to get out of trouble-free zone. Once you exit that zone, it goes back with my friend. Right, right. Exactly. Now, similar similar is what we do in um, with the with the, with the Beis HaMikdash, okay? Once the holiday passes, um, uh, so they had a whole cleaning process. They went and took all the vessels 
and uh, started uh, dipping them in mikvahs, okay? And they had to do it an entire Torah process. During the holiday, everything's fine. But after the holiday, we assume that, well, that, uh, that it wasn't so fine, okay? And that only uh, during the holiday, we don't, we don't assume that. But after the holiday, we do. Once the, if, however, there are leniencies. If, uh, if the holiday ends on a Friday, it's a, not a covered Shabbos to be busy with this and not preparing the Shabbos. So we will prepare for Shabbos. And, um, and uh, review this says, um, also not on Thursday, because Kalanim um, are not uh, available on, uh, uh, on Thursday. Okay, or whatever, place. because you have to realize, what the Gemara explains, they're busy with Hotsas Adeshen. As you can imagine, over the holiday, there's a huge amount of ashes that are, that are piled up on the Mizbeach, and that's maintenance, you've got to be busy with that. And uh, there's some, even Thursday, there's not, just not enough time to take care of Tom and Tyra as well. So wh- what do we, um, so the Mishnah says, how do you do it? So um, they, they went and took all the kilim that were in the Bikdash, and they tell them, uh, by the way, no, don't, please, no. Like they were careful not to let the, anybody who's not a chaver touch the shulchan at all because of the issues of it becoming Tameh, would not um, we would not be able to manage because if it becomes tummy, then we would we would be a period of time where we don't have the bread showbread on the t- on the table that needs to be there constantly. Anyway, all the vessels that were in the mikdash they had doubles or triples of, because if one would become tummy, they have to back up and back up for the backup. Any keli that was in the mikdash would require tefillah, except for the two mizbechos, the mizbechazov, and the mizbechachoshes, and that's because they are like land, according to Rabbi Lazar, and according to the Chachamim, it's because they're coated. What does coating have to do with anything? That's, stay tuned, we'll get to that. So the first thing in the Gemara is, um, we tell them not to touch the b'risa we brought down, and that, not to touch the shulchan or the menorah. What's the deal? Why we don't say menorah in our Mishnah, and why there they do say? So the point is, is that only the shulchan requires the first way our Mishnah goes is that shulchan is the only issue and not the menorah because the shulchan is something that require that that needs to be their tamid. There's constant lechem panim the fanai tamid. It says in the pasuk. So constantly, and therefore you can't. And not have it there. Um, menorah, it doesn't say anything about that. It only has to be lit from evening till morning. Uh, during the day, you could just bit in the mikvah, put it back, and, uh, and by the time you need it, it'll be available. But so there's no issue. Yeah. Why don't they say that we didn't have it on Shulchan? We have only one Shulchan and one Mizbeach. You know? So this, this way, you, we don't have the shlish, shani the shlishi like another keli. So what's your uh, question? Why question didn't we is, mention that? That's the reason why you don't want to make time and touch it. We could have made a backup one. That's no, we not don't. the issue. Normally they don't. I guess they must have, must have no, had no, two No, no, the, there's a tables, different issue. You know? We don't want to have, we don't want even a moment without the lechem upon him on but the But if table. we have another table, then what, no problem. No. If we had another it table. It would be another, it would still be a problem because you have to take it off this one and put it on that one. That's a few seconds. Well, again. I don't know if you remember the show. I know. Uh, one it was thing, like this. You take one off and you put one on, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not so simple. We can shove them this way too. Oh, that's what you're saying. When you're putting on the new showbread, you could move it, you put it on shove with it the table. And keep moving the same way. Don't change. Anyway. He wants a conveyor. I mean, walk once, keep walking again. Like, don't pizza. Yeah, no, 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 no,
All right. Anyway, the, I hear, I hear. Okay. Anyway, the point being is they could have had a backup table. They, that's the issue. Dipping in the mikvah is going to take too much time. No, that's another problem. That's a okay. big problem. Especially Which? the mitzvah, because it might be something. We'll get to the mitzvah. Don't, don't, don't touch on You're jumping to today's daf. Oh, Let's get to the, the covering, we're coding, we're going to get to the coding yet. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, what's the issue with the menorah? So, why would why is the price to say there is an issue with the menorah? Because since it says in the pasuk that the menorah is supposed to be no chachashulchan opposite the table, so therefore, it, just like the table needs to always be there, the, the menorah also always needs to be there, and that's why not to touch the menorah. What is the other opinion? The other opinion is yes, it says to be opposite. That's to tell you where it belongs. It belongs right across from the table. Okay, and that's the story. Anyway, bottom line is. Um, the question is, why is the table even subject to tumult whatsoever? The reason why, which should not be, is because it is covered in, it's wood, and it's asoy lenachas, it's not meant to be moved, and since it's not meant to be moved, it should not be subject to tumult whatsoever. Now, what are you going to say? Uh, why is that? Because the, the wood is, is, is similar to a sack, that's, it falls into that category of, of Al-Kaili, and just like a sack is movable and portable, both empty and full, so too, any, every keli that's tummy, subject to tumma, that's made from this material that's similar to sack, should also need to be metaltum malivirekum, and a wood, and uh, this is not meant to be moved when it's full, so that's the story. So the Gemara explains, wait a second, um, you're wrong, it is actually meant to be moved, and how is that? As the Rish Lakish says, Pasuk first to the Shulchan as a Shulchan Ator. Well, you wouldn't use the word Shulchan Ator unless it has the potential to be tummy. How come? The answer is, is because during the holiday, they would specifically pick up the Shulchan, obviously, Kaanim Hork Bitahara, make sure to lift it up and would show the people that they okay. should be able to witness how the bread is fresh, even though it is an week entire old. week old, yeah. it's completely fresh. They were able to see the steam rising. I guess you could Smith, smell the Smith. fresh, you yeah. could smell it, but they were show, they would lift it up to show the people Just the, the, their love before Hashem, because that's like an, a, that, that uh, Hashem loves them. It's a fresh love like the bread, because we, we there's 12 loaves responding to the 12, corresponding to the 12 tribes. Anyway, and that was. Um, a big miracle, says Rib Shuma Levi, with the lechem upon him, and that is pasuk. In fact, lachum lechem chom lechem chom biyom yilakho. So, just to that's the story. Yeah. What? So, so uh, there's a din in Tumat Tahara that regarding something that's movable or not movable, like stam for all of Tumat Tahara. No, it's just it depends what it's made it's, out of. It depends on the material. Wood, yeah. it, it, wood yeah. falls into the same category as a sack, yeah. and a sack, and the basis is from a sack cloth. A sack material, which is portable, both full and empty. That's the key thing. Okay. We're going to continue with is that. Is the wood a sack or the, the covering on the wood? We're going to get to the covering once. The covering. So the, to, the, to, gold, to, oh. the problem is not the wood. The we'll get the there. We'll get there. We'll get there. One step at a time.